Hello. We're live. Happy days. Jeez, like you wanted to do this and now you make it look like I'm forcing you to be here. Sorry, I'm not showing my usual happy go lucky attitude. <laughs> All right, so um we have turned on subscribers only mode. So if you want to participate in the chat, you have to subscribe to the channel. Um, I'm seeing a lot of the old usual suspects. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, how do we sound? Is our volume level good? If you can just let us know in the comments. And I'll just greet everybody so long. Uh, you're going to have to say something. Who? Ned. Oh, what do you want me to say? Hello. Evening. Morning. Depending <laughs> on where you are. Or what your definition And what, what time of day you're actually watching this. Because let's be honest, not everybody watches live. So, um, hello to... Gentle Inflatables and Laura, thank you for joining this evening. Anti Marxist said, hey. Ursula, welcome. JC McFarlane, thank you. Yes, it has been a while, a very long while. Um, okay, they're saying your sound is too low now. My sound I had a is feeling, low. yeah. I had a feeling I, I was telling you to. No, you're pretty low now. I think okay. my headphones were just really turned up loud before. See what happens when you listen to your wife. Yeah, it's never a good idea. Okay, well, I've uh, adjusted that. If it doesn't work, lean closer. I can hear myself. Can you hear yourself? Yep. It's probably because I have the stream on in another tab. Mm. There we go. I've muted the sound on that. Okay, perfect. There we go. Hello, Nick and Sheridan Smith. Yep, it's, it's been a while. Been a while. So, uh, Mr. And Hendo's here. Hello. <laughs> Mr. Eleutheria, you see, I have to strike whilst the iron is hot. Because Mr. Eleutheria said to me, or we'll just call him Ned. That's my pet name for him. Uh, it's a long story. I'm not even going to begin to try and explain it. Um, he said to me this afternoon, we were having some conversations about vaccines or something. And he was like, yeah, I suggest you schedule one of those conversations you've been wanting to have with me because I want to address the stupidity. <laughs> so I was like, well, then we'll do it tonight. 
I'm not really keen on doing late night streams because it tends to wake me up. So hopefully I'll still be able to sleep. Well, there's only so long you can actually go with just hearing the most. I don't even have clean YouTube language that. No, you can swear. You can no, swear. I can swear. I just. Mm. It seems like a waste when you hear the things that people come up to. Ah, I don't know. And after this afternoon and hearing what people I know and thought had half a brain were getting up to, it really concerned me. Oh, it was the cake. Yes. It was the cake that set you off. Yes, it was. I remember now. I was uh, filling Ned in on some um, stuff that happened at a birthday celebration I was at because he was fishing, so he wasn't there. And um, so we're at this birthday celebration, and of course we hugged and kissed everybody hello and hugged and kissed everybody goodbye and, you know, sat fairly close having conversations all right it was outside so that's different um but the candle could not be on the cake we had to do a covert candle because heaven forbid you blow out on a cake and and that was just you you were finished It boggles my mind. You can greet people, you can sit with them, you can talk to them, you can do everything, but you can't light a frickin' candle. And as I said earlier, I'm very surprised it didn't have a bottle of flip and sanitizer to spray it rather, because you know, blowing isn't even allowed. <sighs> I'm not even gonna comment about the that thought that ran through my head about the prostitution rings and how they must be struggling if blowing is no longer <laughs> Anyway, I somehow don't think that 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 people that partake in that are, are really worried about communicable communicable diseases. Like, well, maybe so, I mean, they just... are, but they just have more than half a brain than most people that realize what's real and what's not. Because I can't really imagine some woman lying there with a bottle of sanitizer every half an hour to clean herself up. You know, that's just not the way things work. I'm sorry, that's, that just went really below the belt. But, it, you know, I don't understand how people think. Or rather, they don't. And I think that's where the biggest issue comes into it. Yeah, they don't. And this is also, I think, why... Um... People get so surprised when they somehow contract the virus and they're like, but I was so careful. I always use sanitizers and I always wear a mask. Like, when are you going to understand that none of these measures work? They do not protect you. It's just theater. Like, I just, 
that just this is me hitting a, my head against brick wall because that's about as constructive as these conversations can be. Yeah, unfortunately, it's it's another one of those things where the illogical nature of humankind is is just showing for the last what ten years. I don't even know if they still have the adverts on TV because, yeah, TV is just things that we don't watch too much anymore, especially adverts. But it was at least 10 years ago already where they started with the Lifebuoy soaps and the Dettol hand soaps and everything was sanitized and sanitized and sanitized. Your children go outside. No, no, no. You've got to sanitize your children. We've We've created a society where people cannot do anything without having to be sanitized. Yep. And we wonder why people get sick all the time and why the most basic of, of what should be minor illnesses are causing more problems than what they used to before. Yeah. And, you know, the, it's incredibly valuable to actually let your kids play in sand. Like, let them just play outside in the dirt and you know don't don't have them washing their hands every half an hour that's just not necessary wash your hands if you're going to eat or if you've just been to the bathroom or whatever but like seriously and these antibacterial soaps i mean i i called it at the beginning of this thing before we even went into hard lockdown and everybody was um coroning everybody else out on Facebook saying, use the sanitizers that the malls have provided. Don't you know that we need to save lives? Um, and I called it. I said, we're going to breed another sick generation because there was a generation of sick kids immediately after the advent of antibacterial soaps and, you know, carrying hand sanitizer in your handbag because that yes that actually was a thing before corona for some people um and we, we are we're just we're going to breed a generation of sick people now because we're not stimulating their immune systems and Sorry, the immune system is a muscle yeah. yeah um just to see if there's a comment there from sheridan smith Human race has been taken over by science. I think science has, has been a, trying to do a good job for a long time. And I think in general, science does do a good job. But right now, it's being taken over by unproven, untested, unknown science. Yeah, I think science the, at the moment, this whole follow the science is just a big fat joke. Well, they've got it in their favor that science has been quite a, a, a reliable savior to the human race and not just medical science, but in, in many aspects. I mean, look at what we're doing now. We're talking to a number of people around the world or I don't even know where the hell people are and I don't care, but you know, they may as well be on the other side of the planet for all we can. We're doing this thanks to another form of science. It's done absolute wonders. I've spent the last nine months being able to work everywhere in the world thanks to science. So yes, and and that's the sad part. Um, we and that's exactly it, Sheridan. 
governments and everyone else has gone and just made science the be-all and end-all of everything. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a joke. And that's where the problem comes in. And people just don't use logic and common sense to see past the fact that just because science made something better doesn't mean science is always infallible. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Laura, but your comment there about batteries with the label saying don't drink. Jar of freaking peanut butter that says this may contain peanuts. Allergens. Seriously. Peanuts. But, but yeah. That's actually another part, that, that, that's another topic of conversation though, because I remember having the conversation with my cousins uh, in Canada a long time ago, and we were talking about the amount of people that suddenly have these life-threatening allergies, and peanuts being one of them. Mm. And I sat with my my elder cousin afterwards, and I was I said to him, you know, when we were kids, how many people did you know who we're always having to ask, is there peanuts in there? Are there peanuts in there? It didn't happen. I do not know a single person from when I grew up, from my entire school career, who was allergic to peanuts. Bees, yes. There was one person I know that was highly allergic to bees. But nobody for peanuts. Now you walk down the road and you ask five people, chances are three of them are going to say, oh, yes, I've got horrible allergies that are going to kill me if I don't be careful. And why? Because that God that is science has given us all these wonderful drugs and everything else, which are now causing more problems than good. There's actually, um, there's another hypothesis. And I think, yeah, they actually, they did a study and they proved it. Um, so when I was pregnant the first time, a very, very long time ago, um, all the popular advice on online forums and stuff like this, and this was the beginning, the very beginning of the internet, um, said that you shouldn't eat peanuts because you could give your unborn child a peanut allergy. So I don't know where this evidence came from that that this is why they started uh, recommending that pregnant women don't eat peanuts because then the child will have a peanut allergy. So when people started adhering to that advice, that's when the peanut allergy actually spiked. So they did a, a randomized um, con a randomized study, so there was a control group and there was a uh, the group that actually ate peanuts when they were pregnant. But they didn't eat peanuts so much as they, they gave them something that was, it's traditionally coated in peanuts. They said, no, you should eat this. And it actually turned out that the babies born to those mothers that were exposed to this peanut dust far fewer of them ended up with peanut allergies. So, yeah, that science gave us peanut allergies and now science is trying to take it away again by saying, no, eat peanuts. And I mean, I ate peanuts when I was pregnant with the boys. I can't remember 
with Hannah. So, yeah, well, and I mean, also ate flipping chips in McDonald's milkshake. So let's not go about what's normal there. But there yes. is absolutely nothing wrong with dipping McDonald's fries in a strawberry milkshake. And I didn't get to take the boys to do that last weekend, but I will this weekend. Okay. Sorry, I'm a bit perturbed by that comment from Nick there. Um, this one. Yeah. Well, nobody here is drunk and none of us are blunt. Well, my husband is pretty blunt, actually, so... <laughs> Do you know, anti-Marxist, I'm just going to call you AM because I can't say that right now. What what concerns me, and, you know, there's been a few occasions where I've spoken to my wife about the things that I say in meetings, for example, uh, in my company. And I struggle oh, to, to filter some things that I that I say at times, but yeah, there's, it's not that you, it's not that you're saying something that's true, that concerns people. It's that you're saying something that actually makes that small remaining common sense module inside of their brain suddenly wake up and go, are you listening to this? And they don't know how to react to that. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing about it. People don't like hearing it, not because it's true in a, in, in a sense, but because it actually makes them realize and question themselves. And that's why I hate it. And the conversation just shuts down whenever you say something that, you know, people should be thinking for themselves in the first place. Mm. And that I struggle with. But you're right. It, it, you do get frowned upon. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like that time when someone that you work with was saying that he he had a very sore, stiff neck. Yes. And I mean, I I immediately got worried for the guy because to me that's uh, meningitis. And I mean, I've my cousin's child has was in hospital with meningitis. I've seen. Um, multiple limb amputees because of bacterial meningitis you know the limbs actually start going gangrenous so they have to amputate them and somebody else that you work with says oh that sounds like covid i'm like for fuck's sakes like can can we actually just 20 months into this thing just acknowledge that not everything is covid please but that's exactly it the logic and the common sense and everything we've known for the last hundred years suddenly doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like there are, sorry. Naturally acquired immunity is superior to vaccine acquired immunity. Yeah. It, it, it actually, you were watching a TikTok the other night, which I was just overhearing because I think TikTok is pathetically stupid, but besides the point, um, about that guy who's got his septic tank company. Um, oh, James. Initially, 
Yeah, initially James hearing Butler. the story, I thought to myself, okay, well, there must have been a, a, a child that did whatever he did and then, you know, playing with the septic tank waste and then just sucks his finger. No, he, he, he wasn't playing. A terracotta pipe broke and it cut his finger. And immediately, I mean, what do you, what do most people do when they cut themselves? They put it in their mouth. But I mean, when you're dealing with septic waste, you don't want to do that. Anyway, yes, but yeah, you work with septic waste every single day. You're breathing yeah. it in. You are. It's on your skin. It's 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 everywhere around you. You don't know how much of it gets absorbed in your skin through your sinus cavities and your airways and everything else. Very good chance that these guys that are doing it, they never get sick. And if they do, it's something drastic, you know, double pneumonia because of a really wicked infection that they got, you know, like proper influenza. You know, it's not going to be a Mickey Mouse little cold or flu. And I say flu, not being influenza, but what we get when we just get sick. Um, yeah, when people get a head cold and they say they've got flu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you more than likely find these guys don't suffer from those little things because their immune mm. system is right up there. Like and they also who play outside and dig in the mud and eat who knows what. And they also, because they dig in other people's excrement, they grow for vaccines that are not, you know, that you and me don't have to go for. No. And so. then to hear him complain that the guy fixed his cut with what? Duct tape. Insulation tape or duct tape. Yeah. What's wrong with well, because he's a business owner and like, he could actually be sued for not having a first aid kit that his staff member could patch themselves up properly with. Any I first mean, aid kit that doesn't have duct tape is not a first aid kit. <laughs> the Barbie doll repair toolbox. Uh, they were talking in the Paratus group the other day about what, what everybody carries in their EDC backpack. The one guy's got a first aid kit, he's got a sewing kit, he's got a couple of knives, he's got ammunition. He's got... I was like, oh my word, I'm so failing at life. I don't keep a sewing kit in my handbag. No, that's the one thing I wouldn't think of taking. Super glue and duct tape. I reckon you got those two, you can pretty much be okay. And a knife. You need a knife. Yeah, and a lighter as you and Marius figured out. It, it does help if you want to eat within mm. the, sort of the same day that you set out to eat. Yes, when you go camping. Yeah. It's, it's taken been too many years since I've made fire without having a fire-making tool with me. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's one but, of the things, since we stopped smoking, we don't carry lighters anymore. Yep, I know. 
So that open super glue. Exactly, Hinda. Swiss Army knives are not what they used to be. Is it just me or is is that I find sure. they they go dull dull very quickly. Yes. So I mean you've got one behind you now that is yes, basically just a glorified box cutter wow, at the moment. Look at that. Did it through a mirror. This one actually isn't that bad though, because the blades are at least thick. The new mm. ones seem to be made of, I don't know, razor blades. That was the one I bought for my dad, hey? Yeah, is that that so. one? Yeah. It's an actual Swiss Army knife, yeah. Yeah. I bought it's that in St. Lucia. Your mixing bottles. Yeah. Okay, so when are you starting your own channel? The 17th of September, 1982. <laughs> not the same quality, yes. No, I'm not starting my own mixing channel. Why not? I have a face for radio. So? Um, People want to watch your, you share your knowledge, not um, your face. No, I'll just jump on with the guys whenever they have a gap. I'm happy with that. So I'll do Saturday or Sunday again and then move from there. Okay. Um, so everybody go subscribe to the Fog Vlog if you want to see Mr. Eleveria again. I complain a lot. So if you're into that type of thing, then, yeah. I don't know. I think I've been quite good tonight. He's very dry, and he can be quite a grumpy fuck, but I love him, so. <laughs> yeah. And... Coated mild steel. There we go. It's, it's not very easy to be, you know, a light of positivity. Fork? What? Fog. <laughs> fog or fork. Yeah. Fog. And it's vlog, not blog. Yeah. Let me just type it in. You know, for an English person, you don't pronounce your words very well. Who? You. Who else is talking? So anyway, I was just saying that it's very hard to stay positive and upbeat and happy, smiley-go-lucky when you have to deal You're with surrounded people. surrounded by idiots. Yeah. What was that? that uh, what are they called? Memes. There's pictures with messages in them. Um, we need to stop asking people, how stupid can you be? Because it seems to just become a challenge. Yes. And that seems to be the world we live in nowadays. Yeah, people have taken it as a challenge, not as a question. Yeah. Unfortunately, it seems that that way sometimes. Yeah, ever since I left social media, you are like the person that shows me memes now, which I never ever thought would happen. Sometimes I get some good ones. You do. 
I know because I see most of them on because we basically share that other phone, the Sorry, backup phone. Yeah, so all your photos are there. So I see a lot of them anyway, even if I don't want to. Uh, I just learned what meme actually means. What does that mean? An internet meme, more commonly known simply as a meme, is an idea, behavior, or style that is spread via the internet, often through social media platforms, and especially for humorous purposes. What is considered a meme may vary across different communities on the internet and is subject to change over time. Well, that was helpful. Yeah. So do you feel better? Me? Yeah. Have you addressed the stupidity? No, there's too much of it to go around for one night only. Okay. Give me a topic and I'm sure that I can, I can come up with some more. Mm. Just not the basics like taxis and drivers and, you know, the obvious ones that are out there, government, politicians wow that really doesn't leave you many platforms does it no it doesn't i mean local government elections are coming up um are we going to bother voting or are we just going to go vote eff just to send a message I'm not sure it's the right message to send no i think that the da might actually wake up and take notice if suddenly the the FF gets 10% of our ward, whereas last time they got 3% or whatever. Yeah. I think they might actually realize, oh, hang on a second, maybe this ward councillor is not doing their fucking job too well. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Do you trust the vaccine? I do. Smallpox vaccine is wonderful. I'm mm -hmm. not too sure about the chickenpox vaccine i did have it and i got chickenpox twice so. no you didn't have the chickenpox vaccine didn't you I? couldn't have no you couldn't have am i too young or too old you're too old <laughs> okay well never mind i still had chickenpox twice um, there's I'm sure actually there are vaccines that are that are great um, yeah there are um certain vaccines that we have chosen not to give our children uh, because we did have a child react badly. Um, she just about stopped breathing. Uh, so, yeah, we're very, we're, we're vaccine skeptical. And we're especially skeptical of this vaccine because of how hard it's being pushed. Um, so, yeah. Well, and I just don't see the point in taking a vaccine. Like, okay, th th this is, th this is some stupidity for us to address today. You're selfish if you're refusing this vaccine. You're selfish. However, am I really selfish for refusing a vaccine? That doesn't stop me from contracting the virus and it doesn't stop me from spreading the virus. 
I can still get the virus and I can give it to someone else. And worst is the reason why they're saying, no, the vaccine does work is they're saying that it improves outcomes. So the worst thing is that I might actually have COVID and not know it and give it to other people because I'm not very sick because I took the vaccine. So wouldn't it just be better that I don't take the vaccine and then if I do get really sick, I just stay home and, you know, maybe then I die. That's like the most selfless thing of me, don't you think? Uh, look, the, the entire logic behind it is illogical. There's no other word to say it, unfortunately. But here's the thing. Whether you, you take it, you don't take it or all of that, they they do not have the long-term tests and studies to be able to know just how effective it, it can be. And I'm not going to say is or will be or anything else. It's can be. So they believe while they're experimenting on people, because Hendo, you, you couldn't have used a more fitting word there. It is an experiment. They're hoping that they're going to get the data they need to be able to justify it. And they can't. The more people they get on it, the easier it's going to be for them because then they just get, then they can turn around and say, well, you know what, you've all had it now. There's nothing we can do about it. We'll just have to look for something to fix that. Um, mm. What I realized today is that, you know, this whole vaccine thing and the fact that you have to go back for more vaccines and then go to the doctor to fix something that, it, it, these vaccine companies are very much like Microsoft. You know, they just keep releasing updates to fix the update that broke the update that updated that broke that. It's that type of thing. You Patches. Know, yeah, they just, they, they're going to have to find something new to give you to fix the problem that the cure, which isn't a cure, caused to try and figure out whether it was the cure. It, it's, it's a joke. It, it really is in that respect. I don't believe you can trust something that isn't tested for a long term. And, you know, there, there's enough data that comes out of it. Uh, we look at it now and we say that there's, there's possibilities that it could be a really good thing. But then you look at Israel and you go, mm, that's a little bit concerning. You look at the UK and you go, that's a little bit concerning. We just don't know. The other thing that we also have to take into account, just like all of these variants that go about and everything else, is that viruses constantly change. You know, that's that's why they are so effective as, at what they do. They adapt. Us as South Africans are completely different people to the Israelis. Our lifestyles are different. Our, our everything is different. And that virus had to adapt to be able to make its way through that, that society the way it did. You send it over to Zimbabwe, which is right next to us. Again, they're slightly different to the way we are, and the virus has to adapt. Mm -hmm. Viruses are the most difficult to contain. Eradicate. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's just, it's so difficult. Um, we've got so many things in the world. Somebody mentioned TB earlier. Uh, I don't know who that was. 
It was Hendo. He he was saying that more people die of flu and TB in South Africa every year than this entire pandemic has killed. The last that I checked, I think the the numbers were something along the lines of uh, 87,000 people a year die of TB in South Africa alone. And when I read that, we were six... 15 months into this, 16 months into the COVID thing, and we were still 30% shy of those numbers. So in nearly a year and a half, we still hadn't met that. Never mind malaria and, you know, cancer and all these other things that people get, which people just don't seem to care about when it comes to pharmaceutical companies. Um, it was another question again, because now I'm bored with that one. I think it's been spoken about too much. Okay. Um, oh, gentle did ask, yes. Not even going to get into that one. Unfortunately, there's only one way to get around that. And that is that the numbers of people who have the vaccine needs to be far less than the number of people who don't for the for the passports not to be a a viable solution to any country as soon as the majority have the are are in effect the minority are going to suffer for it that's just where we are right now where we stand with the numbers we've got if they try and put a COVID passport in it'll fall away unfortunately there's just not enough people that have that have been vaccinated where they'll be able to put it into place so on the man yeah yeah on the man patria podcast i think it was this week's episode they spoke about the passports and they said that the market will respond so what will happen is um let's take musicians for example musicians are not going to make money because they're not going to fill stadiums because they can't because not enough people are because people aren't vaccinated they don't have a vaccine passport so they're going to struggle along for a little bit and try and make money and it's not going to happen but at the same time the government's not going to make the tax the vat and all of that that they get off of that also let's just think about the alcohol that flows at these stadiums all the syntax on that so they're not going to get that so you know musicians are going to go to government they're going to say look you know this can't carry on like this you've got to do do away with the passport thing so yeah um yeah and i'm just i'm horribly disappointed that i have to say we told you so because there's so many of us that were labeled a year ago as conspiracy theorists and now people are just like yeah okay i'll I'll get the passport i don't care it's all good Mm -hmm. i mean galleria mall in durban you can't go into the management office without proof of vaccination so yeah if you didn't know about that and you ever find yourself near Galleria Mall, 
please uh, don't support them. Yeah, find a new mall. Because if their tenants stop being able to make rent, then they'll have to rethink their policy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but about the chickenpox vaccine. So I follow this uh, very outspoken um, woman on TikTok. She's American. And she said that she had shingles. So people just automatically assumed that because she doesn't want to take the um, COVID vaccine, she actually can't take the COVID vaccine. She's quite sickly. Her doctor has advised against it. Yes, believe it or not, there are still doctors that advise against that. Mm -hmm. um, so people in her comments just assumed that she refused the chickenpox vaccine. So she was born in 1983. The chickenpox vaccine was available in America in 1995. By then, she'd already had chickenpox twice. She was like you. She was one of the few that gets it twice. Um, and she got it because her mom took her to a chickenpox party because that's what doctors said you should do. Anyway, yeah. Yes, Christian yeah. Buns, he had a question about fictional aliens. They're not fictional. People need to okay. understand this. There's no such thing as fictional aliens. It's okay. just that aliens only visit America. Uh, okay. It's true. Okay. I don't see a movie about aliens in the flipping red desert in Australia, do you? No. Yeah, well, that's because I tend not to watch Australian movies because they tend to be rubbish. Hey, hey, hey. One of the best movies ever was based in Australia, Mad Max. What about Crocodile Dundee? Seriously, now. Rubbish Australians. No, those... is Australian. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about Australian actors, not productions that come out of Australia. There were some Australian shows, surely. Wasn't there a, an Australian soap opera? Yeah, there were a couple and they were rubbish. No, no, no. Sheridan, don't talk like that. Ghosts are real. Yeah, I'm sorry. My husband thinks this house is haunted. No, there's, there's a big difference between haunted and just being there. Okay, apparently I there's a presence in our house. Yes. Yeah, there we go. No, I think that my biggest issue is just I'm scared of the dark, so that doesn't help things along. No, it doesn't. And yes, he's very scared of the dark. That's actually very funny. And Parktown Prawns. Uh, just, but we're going to skip that topic. 
Um, <laughs> you see, it's not for, it, it's not that ghosts and clowns who believe in them. <laughs> it's that I think it's you 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 believe in them when you sort of sense them. I don't know if that's I'm I'm telling you now those those times when you're walking down somewhere or you know, it, it only really happens when you're alone for some reason. But you're walking along and you have that feeling that something's behind you, something's following you, something's watching you. That's that's what it is. Those things there. And I say that and I have to walk from my office through a cold, dark garden to get inside. Knowing my life, but my we wife's put lights up. Yeah, I never locked the tree. No. You chose to put the light on a dead tree. That tree was going to come down anyway. And they, I mean, they were doing it right outside your office door. Why didn't you stop them taking down the tree? I didn't hear it. I don't have phobias. I have rational fears of things. <laughs> he read it when he was like nine years old. But it's got nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. It did, yeah. No, didn't fuck crap. with your head at all. Nelson Dort protects sod all when the sun goes down. All he's protecting <laughs> right now is my pillow. Nelson is as scared of the dark as... Also, Nelson goes to bed... <laughs> Like, as soon as dinner's done, that's it. He's on our bed. And that's yeah. where he stays until he has to go for his last bathroom break, which he does very quickly because it's dark. And then he goes and jumps on, normally jumps on the youngest one's bed and spends the night there. I do believe in ghosts. My father visited me on numerous occasions after Huh, that's interesting. Strangely enough, I don't ever feel that way when there's a dog around. Mind you, now I'm starting to understand why the dogs don't follow me outside and then I feel that way. It's, <laughs> it's not that bad. No. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty happy in this house. I like it. No, there's nothing wrong with the house. Nothing at all. Mm. Um, there was something about houses. That, did that dude ever find his bin? No, he actually went to the depot and bought another one. Who the hell steals a rubbish bin? Like, I said to him, your life that you go, I want a rubbish bin to make my garden look better. No, you know what it is? I think somebody else's bin was broken. And his bin, they got away with taking. You know, you know who I think it is. You know which house I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they've broken their bin because, I mean, they mistreat everything. I think they broke their bin and obviously they can't go to the depot and fetch one because none of them has a fucking car. 
there's 17 people living there. So you can imagine the amount of trash that they get rid of. Never mind the car parts and shit as well. Um, so yeah, I think they just help themselves because his bin isn't. That's why I painted our number on the top, on the side, all sides and the bottom after our bin went missing the last time in orange paint. You don't just put a neat number um, in white on like one side. No, man, you fucking pimp that thing out. <laughs> People must know. They must be able to see at a glance that you that's not your bin. <laughs> Love to make them electric electrify a, a rubbish bin. Yeah, that it only electrocutes other people, not you. Exactly. <laughs> when you go and think, no, yes, they could because, like, you could have like an apple tag or whatever that whenever you're near the bin, it turns off the electric current or whatever. But then, what about our nice neighbors that you know we take turns bringing each other's bins back? We don't want to shock I'll, them. I'll buy them a damn tag as well. Okay. And the pick it up guys? Now, mind you, they probably wouldn't even notice it. <laughs> they wear gloves. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Mine has lots of sunflower stickers on. That's an interesting one. You see? Then people don't steal your bin. A bin has not got... Yeah, but you can just... Pull the stickers off. You gotta go well, back. Yeah. Paint. Okay, well, anti Marxist ZA has oh. just said. Yeah. Yeah, they get stolen all the time. No, Endo, it's gonna have solar power. For when the sun shines, and otherwise, when you wheel it, it's going to have little generators in the wheel to charge that damn battery up. Now, mind you, then they'll just steal it for the battery. I don't know what they'll yeah. do with the battery, but yeah, they'll find something. Those people, Hendo says they sound like gypsies. <laughs> uh, that's a little harsh. Gypsies are nice people. To gypsies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the all you can do is just put as many markings on and um just yeah. But I think also we must um well I must start doing what I used to do and go and fetch the bins and bring, you know, put them back in front of everybody's houses as soon as the truck goes past. Hendo, you got a point. All that effort for the bin. Sheridan, I think I like the way you're thinking, but I'm thinking more the way dogs mark their territory. I think let's mark our bins like that. Okay, well, I have three males in the house, so that won't there be a problem. Actually, five males. Yeah. If we include the dogs. Yeah. So, yeah. Every Tuesday, we'll all mark the bin. Let's see people take that home with them. <laughs> yeah, but those people 
took a shit on a pavement. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's probably because their garden was in use at the time. <laughs> I think he just didn't know where he was. He was so out of it that day. From COVID to bins. Exactly. It's all a load of rubbish. It is. It sure is. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Well, we've been going for quite a while, so do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Cool. I mean, seriously, when we start talking about rubbish bins, we know that the conversation is coming to an end. We're we're taking scraping the bottom of the barrel a little too literally. Yeah. Only thing left is the weather. Yeah, we know how much we love talking about that. Uh, oh, can we do an episode of Luke and Lorelai? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yay. Yay. I got my husband to watch Gilmore Girls. Well, he watched it under duress because it was just like on all the time. Now I'm not allowed to watch it without him. <laughs> um, There's lots of sarcasm in it. There it's is. Brilliant. There is. They're both incredibly sarcastic. And yes, I am a lot like Lorelai. And my husband is a lot like Luke. So, yeah. Have fun, but we are um, going to do this again soon because I want to talk about how you can eat banting and not make it difficult. And how it's not an excuse that it's too hard and it's too expensive because, yeah, you just got to know what you're doing. Don't overthink it, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Don't expect to be eating in a Gordon Ramsay restaurant every night. No. But yeah, it's it's doable. So. And on a yeah. budget, Nochal. Yes, on a budget. But anyway. Yeah, so you can stay tuned for that. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. I didn't see you in the chat because you didn't subscribe and you didn't comment. So make sure you do that for next time. Don't you want to do the like and subscribe thing? Uh, I don't like and subscribe to anybody. I know. He does. He literally does not subscribe to anybody. He says he doesn't need to because it just comes up on his feed anyway. So. Well, then the fact that I go, I look for what I want to see. Yeah, okay. Anywho, thank you. Yeah. I watched Steve. Steve is brilliant. The only Steve I know is woodworking for mere mortals, and I don't think that's the same one. No, Steve is Key West kayak fishing. I love Steve. He's very much like me. Every time he loses a fish, well, he stopped doing it. I think he was worried that he was scaring people away. There's nothing better than somebody that loses a fish and he's just like, oh, son of a bitch. Miss that. That's the dude that gave an iguana a ride, hey? Exactly. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. But anyway. Okay. Are there any interesting right. comments? Because I'm on a different tab now, because I'm going to play the yeah. outro. Gentles okay, cool. on toilets. Gentles somehow, on somehow toilets always come up in my stream. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. We just end up talking shit all the time. So. Anyway. Hang, hang around with me more and you'll figure these things out. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Eleutheria. And, yeah, have a good one. See you Very guys well. soon. Bye.